Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. 1 Corinthians 12, 12. Hallelujah. Again, thank you all for coming out. Um, thankfully, the weather is much nicer than it's been in the past. <laughs> but I'm grateful for you guys being here this morning. Hallelujah. You know, it's something that we need to remember as the body of Christ. And even with changing seasons that seem different, we all have a role in a place that we fit in in the body of Christ. Do you hear me this morning? We all have a place. Say me. Me. You have a place where you fit in. There's a place of supply that you bring that no one else can bring. And that's because we're all very distinct. We're all very different. And God made us like that. The body of Christ is a diverse body of people. I mean, there's so many different types of people, types of skill sets, types of giftings that we all have, and it's there for a purpose. I said those giftings are there for a purpose. And we have to ask ourselves, are we bringing that purpose to the table? Are we bringing our purpose, our skills, and our giftings, are we making those available for his use? I don't care. It doesn't matter, you know, what you do at your job or what your life looks like or what you do on a daily basis. Your number one priority is to make sure the gift that's on the inside of you is first given to him. Do you understand what, I'm, what I mean when I say that? It was put there. It was put there for his use. There's a massive list of things that we could be used for, whether you're good at business, whether you're good at socializing, maybe you, uh, you're a singer, you're musically gifted, you're creative, you think of things that other people don't think of when it comes to business, maybe um, you know, you're more outgoing than someone else. We all have a place and we are all fitly joined together as the body of Christ. And we have to make sure in changing seasons, that role does not change. Your supply that you bring does not change. You know, when we come to church, it's a time of receiving. It's a time of partaking. It's, time, it's a time for adjusting. But the body of Christ and the church as a whole, it doesn't stop with just receiving. We have something to bring. Do you understand what I mean by that when we have something to bring? We take the opportunity to receive. That's a lot easier to do than it is to bring something to the table. What have you brought to the body of Christ? And what have you made available for his use? Amen. We all have a place where we fit in. And like I said, there is no one else. I said there's no one else that can fill that role but you. Hallelujah. And that's a wonderful thing because that's our purpose. We have a purpose. You don't have to be the pastor. You don't have to be an evangelist. 
it doesn't matter the role. God does not see it as this is better, this is less. He does not, that's, that's carnal. That's the natural man. We like to compare things and it's not about that. But when the word says we're fitly joined together, there's no such thing as a better than, less than. We all have a place to make this machine move, to make this body operate. We all have a role to bring. We all have a supply to bring. And when God sees you bringing your supply in a time where it seems convenient for your, inconvenient for your flesh, that will stand out to him. Were you available for his use? I'm talking to myself. I'm adjusting myself too. This applies to everybody. There ain't nobody here that's excluded from this conversation. <laughs> no one's arrived. But we all have to make sure our priorities are straight because it's easy to put ourselves first. But Jesus put us first. It wasn't convenient for him. <laughs> he suffered on that cross. He died and went to hell and rose again. In a time, that ain't convenient. Nobody really wants to do that. But love for people, love for Jesus, you don't care what the circumstances look like. I'm putting him first in what I do with my life. I'm not going to make decisions based off of what's going on in the world. Because when I'm absent, there's a hole. Your place is vital. You need to make sure you understand the importance of your role in the body of Christ. It's needed. It's not just about Pastor Morgan, Pastor Nancy, Stephen Dufresne, and the staff, but we all have a role that needs to be filled. We all have a position that needs to be filled. And seasons may change. Your department may not be here anymore. But I guarantee you, he has a place for you. You know, in this season, we're, we're reaching people. We're, we're, there's a lot of churches that are not open. And there's people looking for a place to receive the word. It's not, there's only so long you can receive from a computer screen before it starts to get stale after a time. And people are realizing they need church more than they need comfort. And we need to make sure that we put ourselves aside and we remember that gift on the inside of us. It's there, but are we using it? Your pastor needs that gift on the inside of you. Don't ever think for a moment that your role is not needed. You have to remember that you have a place that no one else can fill in. Every single one of us has a different angle, a different, a different thing to bring. It's all different. So there's, we can't fill a role when your role is unique to you. Hallelujah. You know, we look at, you know, um, Stephen. He, he maintains the property. He can build pretty much anything. I mean, he's skillful with his hands and he's very knowledgeable in what he does and that's his skill set. But if I try to do that, 
y'all are going to be having to bring uh, uh, an, uh, a machete to cut through the grass because I ain't skillful when it comes to maintaining. He knows what he's doing. He's skillful in it. He's particular in it. He's good at that. But you're, all y'all going to bring a machete down to church because it, that's just not my skill set. I know where I fit in. I'm, a, I'm an office guy. I work on a computer. I'm more productive in those areas than I am in certain other areas. You know, if, you know, for example, Stephen can maintain the property. Oh, oh, I'm not the drummer. Hold on. <clears throat> Let me move this back before something crazy happens. <laughs> but Stephen maintains the property, keeps it nice, keeps it looking good. Morgan is bringing her supply in the office, uh, bringing her leadership to the staff. She's preparing for the services. Uh, Pastor Nancy's preparing for crusades. She's traveling. Um, uh, I'm doing the graphics. I'm doing the signs on the street. I'm doing the, the advertisement for the media and everything. Tony's doing the music. I mean, we have a lot of different roles, and they're all important. They're all important. And if just those people that I mentioned can do those things, what more? Look at the people all around here. Look at everyone here. We all have something more we can bring to the body of Christ. Are we bringing it to a level that's noticeable? Every role is going to look different. Your, your, your role may be out in the field. You're bringing people to church. Maybe you're setting up chairs. There is some role to be filled, and it's here for you. It's here for you. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's, uh, if you opened up to 1 Corinthians 12, 12, it says, For just as the body is one and many members, all the members of the body through many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we are all baptized into one body, Greeks, Jews, slaves, or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. Not of one member, but of many. That many is the body of Christ. These members are you guys. We all make this thing move. I said we all make this thing move. We all have a role. And just because this season looks different, your supply did not change. When circumstances came up, were you available? You know, you may be visiting our church. You may be a part of this church. Wherever your supply is to be, were you filling your role at the time where it was needed? It may look different, but we all have something to bring as the body of Christ. Amen? And this is important to Jesus. I said this is important to Jesus, that we bring our supply all the time. And you know what? There's going to be times where it's inconvenient. It's going to be inconvenient. Your flesh is going to want to say different. But the body of Christ in the mission, our mission, doesn't change. Amen. I don't know about you, but I want to be used by God. You know, my dad, he said, he, he, he tells a story. He was in the toilet ministry for years. 
And it wasn't about the toilets. It's because he loved his pastor. He loved, he loved what Jesus did for him. It wasn't about a toilet. Yes, the toilet's got to be clean. Yes, things got to be maintained. But the heart is because I love my pastor. And I want to help them as much as I can. You know, you may think, Dufresne Ministries got it together. They got something. They got something. They got something to fill in a place. We need you guys. And I'm grateful for the supply you guys have all brought. And I'm not here saying you haven't. I'm saying I'm grateful for the supply that every one of y'all have brought. But there's more. There's more for you guys. God wants you to fill bigger shoes now. The role that you have in the body of Christ, it shouldn't look the same it did last year. We should be fulfilling that role more and more. And like I said, it's all going to look different. What is your heart saying? What has your heart called you to do? What is your heart? I can't speak for all of you right now and say what you're specifically supposed to do, but your heart is calling you to something. And it's not going to be fulfilled. That desire is not going to be fulfilled anywhere else. You can work overtime at your job. You can, you can go to school. You can fulfill your dreams. But that void, that place that your spirit longs and desires to fill, if it is not brought for his use, it will go unfulfilled. It will go unfulfilled. There will, there will be a void there. And it's not to scare you. It's not, to, it's, not, it's not something to be concerned about. But this is your answer. That void the world is feeling, the void a lot of people in the body of Christ are even feeling, is that lack of supply to, the, to where they're supposed to be. We have a role to fill. Amen. There's many parts. There's many moving parts. There's many members. But it's for one body. It's for one purpose. And we need all of them. We need the greeters. We need the singers. We need the people setting up the tents. It's all part of the supply. Don't think, oh, well, I'm just setting up a tent. You're setting up a tent for the word to be delivered. Well, I'm just greeting and then I sit down. You're, you're, you're greeting people and smiling at people. You're smiling at people that may want to come back because you gave them attention. And that could determine the outcome of their life. There's a lot of people that can say somebody loved on me and helped me and it encouraged me to seek God out. It encouraged me to be planted. You never know. Every, you know, I don't care. Just your face alone. Bringing, you know, there's so many people I could think of, but one in particular is Miss Sheila Hazel. She is just so precious. Just her alone. She just, she's just the mama of the church to me. She's just so sweet to me. And just her smiling face is enough for me to come to church and I'll preach to her. It don't matter. <laughs> but she wants to be here and I appreciate that. And I know a lot of people feel that way, you know, just that, just that love of God on the inside of you showing towards someone else. There's a lot of people that have never come here before and your supply being present, drawing on the anointing, being available. It's not about you anymore. <laughs> in 2020, it ain't about you anymore. It's not about you. If you want to see a change in this world, you have to bring it. He has called you. 
He has called you for a greater purpose. Amen. And don't think church is just receiving. We have a lot to give. We have a lot to bring. What's on the inside of you, what God has placed there, it's for his use. Amen. So don't think I'm here just to receive and leave. You have something to bring. And your supply is just as important as is as it was a year ago when we were in the building. I don't know if you've noticed, but at the end of the day, the church is not a building, and it's absolutely worthless at this point. We need a building. But you can see now a building is not the church. And a building doesn't determine when church is real again. Amen. I don't know if you heard Pastor Debbie Simon, but, man, she corrected me. I had that. I, I didn't realize it, but I did have that, atti- that attitude of, well, when we're back, right? Yeah, we're here. I'm going to do my best here. But when we're back, let me tell you, it's going to be church. <laughs> who, who, said, who said so, right? Who said so? That's not right. That's me. That ain't God. And, uh, you know, circumstances came in Jesus' ministry. But his role and his place and what his mission was didn't change. It didn't change. And that's the beauty of, the, of, of um, the plan of God in your life. It doesn't change. It's, it, not, it doesn't become irrelevant. It's, it's, it's there to guide you and protect you through this life, and it's there to give you a purpose, really. And um, we have to make sure that we're, av- we're bringing our giftings and our, uh, what God's put in us, making them available for the body of Christ. You know, you may be visiting, like I said, this isn't your home church, but when you go back to your church, bring something. Be a standout. When, when you're gone, it's noticeable. People realize, where is this person? Something's different. It just doesn't feel the same. You know when you have a family get-together, an auntie that's cracking jokes all day, and, you know, there's certain people you recognize when they're absent, it's a little different. It's a little different. Um, and that's, that's how it should be approached with your local church. So there's, there's something missing. And, you know, and if you're watching, uh, there, there's a hole missing. There's a role for you right now. Right now. It may look different than it did a few months ago. But there's a void of where you are supposed to be. And, and God wants to use that. He wants to utilize that. He wants to use you. It may look different, but just your face alone, you don't realize. It's what this church is. The church is the people. It's God's people. It's not a building. So if you're waiting for a change in the building situation, um, you know, you're looking at the wrong thing. The church is the people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open up to 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Uh, yeah, that's right. 1 Corinthians 12, 27, it says, Now you collectively are Christ's body, and individually you are members of it, each part severally and distinct. Underline that. Distinct. Each with his own place and function. And it's in the, in the definition, 
of distinct, recognizably different in nature from something else of similar type. We all are distinct and different. Therefore, Pastor Nancy, Pastor Morgan, Stephen, we can't fill that place. Because it says here, it's distinct. What you have to bring to the table is something no one else can bring. It's something no one else can bring. So think about this. Have I recognized the value that I bring? It's important. Just like it is for Pastor Nancy and the singers and everyone that's more seen, uh, it's all important. It may be different and distinct in its function, but it's all a working body, and it all keeps this thing going. Your supply can speed things up or it can slow things down. But without the people, there is no church. And without your supply, there is no mission. We need your supply to fulfill the mission. And so don't, don't think for one second that the church is just receiving online. And that's your connection. There's, things have changed, and it's about your supply now. Like I said, it's not just about receiving, but what are you bringing to the body? Because it's unique, distinct, and there's a void when you're not filling it. If you've been called here, there is a place for you. Everyone is welcome here. People are looking for answers. They're looking for a place to belong. And the body of Christ is where people belong. There is no greater mission out there, nothing more important than reaching souls, saving people from the pit of hell, the message of salvation. At the end of the day, people don't care about their jobs when they're in fear, they're in turmoil, they're in, they're in depression, they're in a ditch. Who cares about the about natural things, they have nothing more to offer. In 2020, it's really shown the world has nothing to offer. It has absolutely nothing to offer. And if you're waiting for the world to change before you come back or you bring your full supply, you're missing out. And no one's here to condemn you, but it's, it's your choice. Do you want to partake or not? Because what you have to bring is distinct and different than what anyone else here has to bring. And you need to realize the value that's on the inside of you. You have to realize the importance of your supply here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And like I said, just because the role and the supply you bring may be different doesn't matter. We, we keep going. Where, where can I fit in? What, what supply can I? I'm good at this. Maybe I can bring this. But just know this, that there's a place for you here. There's a place for you here. And it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter what you want anymore. What has God called me to do? It's a bigger purpose. Amen? And it's our job when we come here to fill up, fill up, and bring something to this world. Are we, it's not, we need to get this, this mentality of it's, oh, me, 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 I want to receive my faithless, my goals, my dreams. 
What about other people who are just trying to make it? A lot of us are doing fine. We, like, we feel pity for ourselves sometimes, but we have an answer. We need to get to the point where we are delivering this answer and this message to other people. Listen, I've been there. I'm like, man, I need help right now. But we have, a lot of us have a lot inside of us already. In an answer that you had three years ago, you may see beyond your past you, but somebody else, that answer you received years ago, that was, it, it seems so elementary now. Like, oh, I, that's, that's, that's when I was much younger and God, I'm a, I'm, I've developed. That answer you had a few years ago could change someone's life. So don't think because what you're facing is different that what you've come, what you've come through can't minister or help someone else. Because your testimony is different, your supply is different, and what you have to bring is unique. So I want to encourage you today, don't think that you don't have a role or you're, it's not important. You have something important, and it's something that God has put on the inside of you. Amen? And to be honest, you'll be an unhappy Christian until you find your groove and your niche in where you're supposed to be. And maybe you've realized that, <laughs> especially this year. There's some, I'm realizing I need my church more than I did in 2019. You know, we want revival. We, we cry for revival. But, but are we too focused on ourselves to reach other people? Let's be realistic, right? Are we focused on our own situation so much that this message isn't getting past us to anyone else? It stops with us. Ooh, there is a bee. <laughs> Curse you. Ooh, I got stung on my lip once when I was a kid, and I looked like Buzz Lightyear under the big old chin. I'm a little traumatized. Just kidding. Ooh. Anyway. <laughs> but if you're struggling with, you know, you know, let me say this. You got to love people. Ministry, the church, the body of Christ, it's people. So let me, let me, let me take you to 1 Peter 4.8. It's so important that we love people because if we don't love people, we don't like being around people, we don't want to help people, it's very limiting what we can do in the body of Christ because it is a body of people. It's people. First Peter 4.8, out of the Amplified. <clears throat> Above all things, have intense unfailing love for one another. For love covers a multitude of sins, forgives, disregards the offenses of others, practice hospitality to one another. So we're seeing here, we have to practice love. If we want to love the local church, if we want to bring our supply, we have to make sure we're practicing love for one another. Because we're going to struggle um, bringing our supply if we don't want to be around people. I've heard people you know, say that. They, um, you know, I love Pastor Nancy. I love her word, but I just don't want to be around the people. So I just come and I leave. That's, that's out of place. And you're going to be floundering around. Because until you love people, 
it's going to be hard to fit in somewhere because people are everywhere. That's just, you're just going to have to just push through that mentality that people are your problem. People have problems, but they're not your problem. How you approach people and how you treat people is on you. You're held accountable for how you respond and what you do. But it says here, practice hospitality to one another. Hallelujah. We have to practice it. And to practice that, we got to be around people. <laughs> and we have to treat people with the same love and respect that Jesus has for them. Because, to be honest, a lot of people, you know, they don't know Jesus, first of all. But the first glimpse of Jesus they have is through you, through the love of Jesus that's on the inside of you. That's a lot of people's first experience. They may not realize it, but that's their first experience with the love of Christ through you. Christ lives on the inside of you. So we're to exude his love. Amen? So if you want to adjust the way you approach your local church, you got to love people. Amen. So if, you're, if you want to be more involved, you want to bring your supply, make sure you love the people first. Make sure you're excited about what Jesus wants to do in this community, what he wants to do in this world. We have to love people. And if we don't love people, it's going to be hard for him to use us in that way. It's limiting. But as the body of Christ, we have to love people. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Jesus served. Jesus served people. And, he, and when circumstances, when everything told him to do something else, he stayed true to what he was supposed to do. And he served the people. He loved the people. He healed the people. He was usable. We need to be like that. That no matter what the season looks like, God goes, I can use them because I know they'll be there. You know, my family, you know, we're committed to this ministry. We don't have a choice but, but to be here every Sunday. When it didn't seem convenient, when it seemed like you were stepping on toes, when you didn't really know what was, you know, there's a lot of opinions out there. We're committed. We don't have a choice. You know, a lot of people do. But we need to all have the attitude of, I don't have a choice. I committed. I'm usable. I want God to use me. And when he is looking, he is looking, he is looking for people to use. The word says, many are called, but few are chosen. Let me see. I wrote this down. Many are called, but few are chosen. Why? Because most people love their plans more than God's plans. That's why. They're not willing to consecrate themselves to him. They're more concerned and occupied with their plans. I'm thankful that I have an example like my mom to follow. I didn't know all the answers for this season, but her leadership told me what to do. 
And, you know, seeing her at the front row of the Copeland Convention, it really stood out to me as a leader and an example to follow. You know, we're all in different places. But where should we be? You know, this season has shown a lot of where we're at. You know, this season showed me, I'm going to tell myself, this season for me, the the things that came up that were test and trial for me that I realized was a change in plans was irked me a little bit. You know, I didn't, I, it was uncomfortable when plans were totally just, for the whole year, just really uncertain. And I know a lot of us experienced that. We all did. But I realized for me, that was my tripping point. I was getting unsettled with the uncertainty of what's to come. We had Miracle Crusades. We had camp meeting. We had prayer con. We had all these things that I was excited to bring my supply to. And when my supply seemed like it was different, it, it irked me a little bit. And I, and I had to get through that. It's not about me. And I realized it was a faith issue because I was putting my faith in plans and not in maybe what God's going to say next. We're trusting in him, right? I realized I was relying on plans laying out right to determine, um, you know, my level of joy. And I'm just telling on myself, but that's where I was. And I realized that I had some adjustments some things to adjust. And when I adjust those things, you know, you don't fail when you realize those things. You're not necessarily failing. You fail when you don't address them and change them. That's where failure lies, is not adjusting and correcting a problem when you see it. So this year, I don't, well, I'm sure we all faced something different. I know we did. It's a little different than we've faced before. Not We've listen, I know we've been taken care of, but I'm just saying for me, that's something I face. And it's I'm sure there's something different we've all faced. But something we have to realize is his plan remains just because the calendar looks different. Just because the scenario looks different does not mean he is shaken. Amen. I just had to make sure I was willing to bring my supply in a season where it seemed uh, uncomfortable (laughs) or inconvenient. Because I want God to use me. A lot of us will say that. We'll say, God, use me. But where were we? Where were we? What were we looking to in this season for comfort? And the problem is not realizing maybe something needs to be adjusted. But like I said, the problem is not adjusting it. That if this ever happened again, it should be smooth sailing because we know our answer And maybe something we struggled with before, we're not struggling with that again. We're overcomers. I said we're overcomers. Anyway, (laughs) hallelujah. I'm debating stepping on this bee that's terrorizing me, but I don't, if I miss, it's going to attack me. (laughs) Ah. Anyway, um, but I just want to end on this. It's not too late to fill that role. Fill that void that needs you. There's a place for each and every one of us. Get involved. You know, we have staff here. Um, A lot of you know them. But find where your supply is in this season. If it's being a voice for this church to reach the community, if it's the sound, if it's cutting the branches so we can see a little clear, like it's, it's, you know, you're not, the role may not always be the same, but it's about the supply you bring. 
Amen. And it's not just about, well, you're defraying ministries, that's your job. No, it, in the word, it says we are the body of Christ. And we all have a role now. We all are members of that body. The hand can't do what the foot can do. The ear can't do what the nose does. We're all those moving pieces. We all are very important. So realize the value in what you bring. Amen? It's important. I said it's important. It's important to God. Amen? We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.